Good evening, everybody. Brian Newbert here from goldenblack.com. Live in his car. Once again, we are back. I missed half of last season. I forgot. I, I just forgot to do this after Arkansas. But we are back. We are back with our little uh, drive-home diatribes after Purdue basketball games. Uh, this year, we are calling this the drive-home. Uh, very clever, I know. Even though some nights I'll be driving home, but some nights I'll be driving to a hotel. Doesn't matter. We're calling it the drive home. It is brought to you by our friends at the East End Grill and Ripple and Company, uh, Purdue Federal Credit Union, uh, TNW Design and Build, AcrePro.com, and the Whitaker Inn, which I will be driving by here momentarily, hoping like hell that they keep their deer and their coyotes on their property as always. So we will get right into it here, um, as I always do. Uh, Purdue defeated Grace College uh, tonight in an exhibition game, 98-51. to uh, It was exactly what the score suggested it was. It was a great opportunity for Purdue. I'm going to assume here, ordinarily I assume that you guys mostly saw the game uh, in the case of the first exhibition being on SEC Plus and this one being on BTN Plus. I'm not going to make that assumption, so maybe I'm going to be a little bit more descriptive about the particular shade of orange of the ball and things like that but no it was uh this was a good opportunity for Purdue to play in a game that was you know typical exhibition game fodder these things like everything else in college sports are getting more and more higher level more and more competitive you saw what Purdue just did this weekend going to Arkansas for what amounted to a Big Ten road game uh, or a second or third round NCAA tournament game to be honest with you Uh, having been there I, I can vouch for the environment I can vouch for how prepared, yes, prepared Arkansas was, uh, how athletic they were, things like that. This was your typical, you know, 1990s, early 2000s exhibition game where you bring in a lower-level team, even a very, very good lower-level team, but one that's just overwhelmed, and it gives you an opportunity to just throw a bunch of guys out there just to play. They can play different positions. They can play more minutes than they normally would. It doesn't matter. Uh, That's exactly what Purdue did tonight. Um, whereas, you know, Purdue wound up um, kind of rallying around its or gravitating toward its older guys at Arkansas when the first started flying. This was more about getting extended minutes for guys like Miles Colvin and Camden Heidi and older guys like Ethan Morton playing point guard now, Caleb First playing center now, uh, Lance Jones playing a couple different positions, even though he's new to the program, he's an older guy. Um, Purdue establishing some versatility and consequently maybe a little bit of depth here and there, uh, but also just trying to fast-track some of these younger guys. Uh, Colvin and Heidi both did very good things at times. The final numbers didn't show it. Both of them were pretty inefficient shooting the ball, um, but they were just kind of out there playing, and uh, you know there was a while there in the second half where Miles Colvin was just running around shooting, and uh, I'm sure it made the crowd happy, and uh, it was... Uh, he shows you how talented he is. It's just how quickly he can apply that talent. Camden Heidi, the same deal. He is a first man off the bus type of physical specimen. He can really shoot. He can really rebound. And uh, there's a place for him on this team, just like there's a place for Miles Colvin on this team. How that works out remains to be seen, but this was a good opportunity for Purdue to just kind of let them out there and let them kind of unwind and play a little bit and uh maybe get a little confidence, get a little uh, get a little loosened up, whatever it might be. Uh, but the older guys, Zach Eady is still good. Uh, that we can confirm. Uh, Zach Eady looks better than he was last year. He looks uh, more nimble. He looks more 
refined. He looks um, just better. Just kind of the, kind of the next stage of his development. Uh, I, I think him and Braden Smith and pick and roll have been awesome uh, together through two games. Um, I thought they were really good last year, surprisingly, because you didn't really expect Zach Eady to be a, a pick and roll force as a seven foot four, three hundred pound guy who has barely played basketball relative to his peers. But he was good last year. Braden Smith, as a freshman, was real good last year, and I think now that those, those guys have a year of playing together uh, in, in that situation, they're 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 even better. I think Braden Smith has been it's been demanded of him that he come off those high ball screens looking to shoot. And I think you're seeing what he's capable of when he does that because he's making shots and he's putting ultimate pressure on defenses. And what that's going to do is that's going to force defenses to shift to account for Edie. Um, and it's going to open up things for other people. It's going to generate a lot of dunks for Edie uh, on top of a lot of good, clean three-point looks for Braden Smith, of which he will make more than his share. Uh, I, I think that's going to be a real weapon for Purdue this year, uh, if not the foundation of its offense. Now, you can do a lot of different things out of that, too. You can roll Edie into post-ups. You can get open threes for other people, things like that. But point is, Braden Smith looks really good in pick and roll. Zach Edie looks really good in pick and roll. And I think this is going to be a much more dynamic offense this year than it was last year. And Purdue was really good offensively last year uh, from a metrics perspective, um, at least. Obviously, you want to make more open threes. Uh, you know, Purdue still has to prove itself there. Exhibition games tell you nothing about that. Um, the Arkansas game, they wound up, you know, below average, but there was a, a run of 13 straight misses. You just like to have a little bit steadier a run of things from a three-point shooting perspective to head off people's runs. Um, if you're going to end up shooting 32% for the game, you'd like for it to be an even 32%, you know, from minute one to minute 40. Um, but, uh, you know, that's what Purdue's working toward, that consistency, but also just being better at it, shooting a higher percentage, continuing to generate the right shots, knowing what shots to take, which ones to just pass off and keep the ball moving and hoping it finds its way to Zach Eady with no one between him and the rim, uh, which will happen more often than not if Purdue's patient. Um, or as often as not, I should say. Um, but uh, a lot of what came out of this game was just a reminder of how good Braden Smith might be about to be and how good Zach Eady already is. And, uh, you know, neither of them played 20 minutes, neither of them needed to play 20 minutes. But you saw in the minutes that they played that both of them are uh, either already about to do big things or on the verge of getting to that level themselves. That didn't make any sense. I'm obviously very tired at 11.46 p.m., um, so I'm just speaking gibberish at this point. But you know what I mean. Braden Smith and Zach Eady were really good uh, tonight, and uh, they're going to be really good all season, if not great this season. Great as individuals and great together especially. Um, you know, the quick couple takeaways from the exhibition doubleheader here. Uh, you know, the Trey Kaufman-Ren thing, I don't. I think the jury's out uh, playing with Zach Eady. I, I didn't see any reason to think it won't work, and I didn't really see any reason to believe it'll be a game-changer from an offensive perspective. Uh, I think there's defensive questions there. I, I think the, the, the spacing and all that stuff needs to be worked out. I think the one time, one pass to the other at Arkansas, it got turned over. 
Um, that was a credit to Arkansas's height and length more than anything. But I, I just I don't know if we learned anything about that through two exhibition games. Um, so that's been a big preseason storyline. So, you know, the other storyline is who's not going to play. It, it's the biggest question I get prior to seasons uh, other than um, is Purdue going to go to the Final Four? Uh, who's not going to play? I don't know. They've got more wings than they can play. Miles Colvin, Camden Heidi, um, and Brian Waddell. Plus, Lance Jones is playing is a starter right now and doesn't figure to leave that position anytime soon. Uh, Fletcher Lawyer is obviously a starter. Um, those guys between the two and the three, and I think Lance Jones is playing the two. I think Lawyer is currently playing the three. I'm not entirely sure. Um, but Purdue's got a lot of guys there. And, you know, somebody, one of those new guys, most likely. And I, I still consider Brian Waddell new, uh, even though he's not. But one of those guys is going to get left out uh, of that rotation. And, uh, you know, I don't know why I'm talking about so much about who's not going to play more than I am, who is going to play. But I think Purdue's got to get Colvin and Heidi out there uh, enough to where they get better. Uh, Lance Jones is going to be a foundational player for this team. Fletcher Lawyer is going to be a foundational player for this team. So we will see how things kind of shake out there. But I don't know if anything's, you know, etched in the stone tablets right now after two exhibition games. Um, so that's sort of what I got from Purdue's 98-51. to 51. Fans really wanted 100. Uh, fans also really wanted to see that three Zach Eady to go down. That was That would have... That would have wiped West Lafayette, Indiana off the map as loud as that place would have been. Uh, he looked good shooting it. It looked good coming off his hand. It looked good from a rhythm perspective. Uh, it just didn't go down. But uh, I think he'll probably take one or two a month the rest of the season, and he'll make a couple, and people will go bonkers over it. Um, so I'm passing the Whitaker in right now. That's my cue to wrap this up. So this has been your goldenblack.com drive home following Purdue's 98-51 exhibition win over Queens College. It has been brought to you by East End Grill and Ripple and & Company, Purdue Federal Credit Union, uh, AcrePro.com, TNW Design & Build, and the very Whitaker Inn I'm looking out my driver's side window at right now. At 11.49 p.m., it is very dark. Can't see a whole lot, but I know it's there. Um, but anyway, thanks, everybody. I will talk to you again on Monday night after Purdue opens its season against Samford, uh, who has promised to put a five foot seven and a half kid out there for the opening tip against Zach Eady. And uh, I hope they do it because it'd be hilarious. Bye, everybody.